Hello, my name is Mamadou Joe, and this is the Impact Podcast. This podcast is where the voices of the everyday are brought to light to hear about not only their fields of interest, but also how these individuals are really driving impact and influencing those around them. If you have Instagram, please follow the Impact Pod and check out my website, theimpactpod.com, for more information on the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. For this episode, I interviewed the founders of Neofar, Jamil and Umu. Neofar consult with small businesses with the intent to help them scale up, globalize, and revolutionize. Nowadays, many individuals, especially young people, are turning their hobbies and desires into business ventures, and it is their pleasure to provide strategic engagement to achieve game-changing results with the focus on public relations, social media management, and consultancy. So yeah, thank you, Jamil and Umu, for being here, um, a part of the Impact Podcast. I'm really excited for this conversation. Um, and I have uh, a slew of questions that I wanted to ask, but uh, to start off, obviously, I want to find out what moved you both into creating Neofar. So around, I want to say 2018, early 2019-ish, um, Jamil and I, we used to like gather our friends and have like these debates on specific topics. And they'd always be like, you know, different topics that had some type of important meaning. And everyone would kind of share their opinions and, you know, we'd start getting heated at each other. And, you know, so um, eventually I remember we actually had a conversation, Jamil and I, where we were like, we're always talking about all of these great things, but like we do it on like FaceTime. Like no one's really, you know, tapping into like how we think or like the creative abilities that we all have. So um, around, I want to say... This was right before COVID hit and everything. I think like January or February, Jamil was telling me, what if we started like a consulting agency where we kind of touch on all of those topics we used to talk about, but in a very unique way, while also helping out other people who are starting out businesses, because we are business students. We were both in college. So um, we were kind of just looking for a way to kind of define ourselves in a way where we'd be able to help people and also kind of help ourselves, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So that's when, like, the whole Neofas thing started. Um, we started by literally meeting every single day. <laughs> um, and just <laughs> every single day, we'd, we'd get on FaceTime and we'd start, we'd start with, okay, we need a name, let's find a name. Now we need, um, which, by the way, like, side note, the Neofas name, it kind of, makes a lot of sense because Neofar in Wolof means we're together. And also, I always tell people this as a side thing, like Fah and Fal and Sah, which are last names, make Fah. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, That's awesome. Um, yeah, so we were just having meetings every day. We were starting up with, okay, like, let's make a website. We need a logo. What information do we want to go on there? Um, we started up, like, a social media page. We figured out like a plan on what we were going to post, what type of content we wanted people to see. So it was just us basically. And then, you know, throughout the months, the coming months and the up until now, actually, like we started expanding more. We started meeting up with new clients. We started seeing like positioning ourselves, see how we would organize the business in a way where like we're still evolving. So uh, yeah, that's kind of my two cents on how it started. It was really the fact that I have, uh, I personally have a strong vision for the future of Africa. And I felt like I didn't want to wait to be really um, 
to play my role in terms of achieving development goals. And I know that Umu can agree. We we both think that in order to reach development for Africa, we need more economic activity. In order to do that, we need to be able to form businesses that are structured and that are sustainable for the future. We can't afford to have um, an economic activity that's an economic ecosystem that's um, in a stagnating position. And hence why we really want to focus on the, the consulting part of it because this way we can really work with small businesses and medium enterprises because these are the businesses that really matter because these are the businesses that impact people's day-to-day lives and we felt like in africa like africa is like it's a place like nowhere else so it's businesses don't really have a structure whereas in the us or in other western countries they do so we are really here our goal was really to combine the knowledge that we've got from traveling all over the world because we both have backgrounds where our families have traveled around the world so we understand how um, cultures and how business kind of operates in other parts of the world so we're just using this knowledge and um, combining it with our understanding of uh, African or in this case Senegalese societies and helping these businessmen with tools that can help them create sustainable businesses got you that's awesome and I love well, everything that you just all said, but I think the aspect of um, just first chatting on FaceTime, starting out that conversation, and then obviously growing it into a full, full-blown business. Um, I think those beginning stages, I feel like a lot of um, kind of entrepreneurs, business owners, like end up loving because that's kind of where you're formulating and starting and really making that idea come into reality, which I really love. Um, and it seems like that's probably um, what's felt between you two as well, too. And everything you said about wanting to empower Africa and then also like this connection to back home as well, too. I think that's really powerful. And the fact that you can not only empower and evolve other people's businesses, but also to strengthen um, Africa. Because we, we all we all know that um, there's so much talent and um, initiative and drive in Africa is just giving that chance, uh, which is really amazing to hear. So thank you for saying that. For sure. And especially, like, I like the fact that you mentioned the beginning stages. It's a a really critical um, time for new businesses. And we say this to our clients every single day because we've been through there and we understand it. It's one of the best periods as an entrepreneur, but it's also one of the most challenging and the hardest times to go through as an entrepreneur. And the hardest thing in um, starting a new venture, a new project, a new business is really starting. And as soon as you really go over that first step, things just start get, getting, uh, get, getting in, I don't know how to say this, getting into place, I would say, getting into place. It's, yeah. And especially, I feel like um, just in a way also, it inspires entrepreneurs our age as well to kind of go out and do the same thing. So like Jamil was saying, we want more economic activity in Africa. Through that, we have to, you know, promote things like entrepreneurship. So in a way, also just, I guess, people seeing us, we're just, you know, 21 years old, you know, we're just starting out, but we're able to still get this far. I think there's still an element of inspiration there that would, you know, tell them, they'd be able to tell themselves, okay, if they did it, I can do this too in said industry and try to scale myself in this way. And if anything, they can always ask for help as well. So no, that's awesome. Thank you. And, and again, and so in regards to your business, I know there's a focus 
from what I saw on public relations, social media management and consultancy. And just quickly, I just wanted a kind of a high level of how you provide insight and value in each of those areas. Social media management, basically what we do is let's say a client comes to us and they're kind of struggling with their social media page. So we can say like their aesthetics maybe aren't the best or they're not getting as much engagement or they're not really able to know what to post, when to post it and kind of maximize the visibility that they get. Um, What we would do is we'd first focus on the content that we could help them produce. So, you know, like I said, we'd help them, you know, refine that aesthetic, finding the right color palettes, um, using specific fonts, telling them like what type of information um, they should be posting about. Because let's say like you're a cosmetics brand, you don't want to be posting about politics or something. You want to, you know, make sure that the information is relevant. Um, So, you know, just having that first, like the eye-catching visuals, that already is going to promote Uh, it's going to allow your target audience to kind of, you know, feel like they're looking at a page that's nice and Um, Mm well-structured. And now from like a business perspective, we also start to look at like the data, the insights. Um, So for example, on Instagram, if you go, there's like a page, you probably know about this because you have, you manage your own page. Um, but there's like a, a section where it shows you your insights. It shows you when you get the most engagement throughout the week, when people are most active. So we would help them manage that as well so that, you know, we're not just making them content and no one's seeing it. Cause you know, it has to, there has to be like a benefit on both sides, you know? So, um, after that, you know, we'll do it in a kind of a trial and error sense so that we'll see what interests the audience, what doesn't interest them. And then from there, we can apply those findings to, you know, continue building and creating top-notch content from there. Now for the PR, um, obviously, I feel like most people know that reputation matters, especially nowadays. You know, we live in a society that's kind of, you know, pretty sensitive. So you always want to make sure you're displaying a good public image, especially if you run a business. Um, So basically, this... This is where we kind of help you highlight the qualities that you see within yourself and that you want people to see as well. So we would, you know, offer them tips on like how to strengthen noticeable weak points. Like maybe if they're not very interactive with their followers, we tell them, okay, maybe like once a week, twice a week, you can come run a poll or do something that would make them feel like you're you're a personable, you know, individual. Um we also like try to understand them as individuals as well so they'll ask we'll ask them like who they are what do they represent what do they want to represent um what kind of persona they want to demonstrate to like their followers or to the public in general and uh lastly in regards to um the consulting services so briefly the consulting service is just um, schedule meetings that allow for our team or the different consultants in our team to understand the vision and the extent of the work that needs to be put in in, in the vision. So how this works is that you would know, you would you would um, meet with one of our consultants based on the specific field or based on the specific business uh, model that you've opted for, and they would ask you a series of questions. And based on the series of questions, they would curate um, a specific plan based on your needs. And this can happen over a specific period of time 
or it could happen um, uh, over just a few days. But what we've noticed is that clients generally like to discuss um, up for this service because what happens is for new businesses, at least they're stuck in what I like to call theory world. When you're one, when you're about to start a project or when you're about to start a new venture and you haven't really, um, really experienced how it feels, you kind of have this ideology of what it's going to look like, but it doesn't always end up being that. So our role as consultants is really to guide them through this, um, through these blurred lines and tell them, okay, look, so I like this, capitalize on this, this will give you, um, this will, this will grow its fruits or this won't, right? Just so that they don't end up in this place where you're imagining something that may, may or may not be possible. Also, the fact that one of our main goals at Nyofar is to really guide our clients through the blurred lines of the ac ac African economic um, ecosystem. Because like I told you in the beginning of the podcast, the fact that we evolve in Africa makes us so different from the rest of the world. Because when you want to start a business in the US or anywhere else in the Western world, you have all the necessary information regarding what the specific industry is looking like and people can make predictions based on that but when you come to africa it's there is no structure and there is no structure in terms of uh, how business operates so we're really here to be able to guide our clients from either the ones who live in africa but haven't just experienced it or the ones who are abroad mm, thank you no thank you jamil and umuf seriously though those were great answers and it sounds like you all are um, super busy because you're, you're working on so many great uh, projects and working with so many clients. That sounds uh, like an amazing time. And just similar to that point, um, what has been your most favorite and engaging part of working as a consulting agency so far? Um, I think it's just meeting like creative minded people with very unique ideas and aspirations. So for example, it's kind of like what you were telling us earlier, how you've been able to come across individuals and have like a deeper understanding of what they do and the industries they work in. And that actually like enriches your knowledge as well, because for example, let's say we've worked with a tech company in the past. I'm not very well versed in technology. Um, I'm more like a fashion cosmetics type person, but like just working with them, you get to understand how they think and how they work and what inspires them to do what they're doing. So um, I think that's one of the best parts, actually, like just kind of getting to know people and deepening your knowledge about those industries and those markets, those sectors, as as you guys progress with your partnership. Um, so, I definitely yeah, for not... <laughs> I definitely agree with that. And I would like to add, it's also the fact that um, seeing that we're young and that we work with people who are who are much older than us, who may be much more experienced, and, but we're still able to give them um, additional value, is really feels really rewarding to me. And it's like, it's kind of really pushing me to work harder in terms of achieving the goals that we have set for Nyofa because... There's, especially in Africa, there's culturally, there's a connotation that as a young person, you don't know much about um, anything, to be honest. So just being able to go against that um, stereotype in a way by working hard and by really being interested in the things that are relevant regarding the African ecosystem. Do you have any 
success stories um, for certain clients that you have worked with that you really appreciate so far? Yeah, of course. And I feel like, um, like I told you, the why we, when we focus on specific fields such as like marketing and social media management, we can see these results and we can see like recognition. Like we were working with one of our, this brand called Meloka Numerit, and she was actually one of the first brands that trusted us with managing her page. And over a period of two months, we were able to grow her page by over 3,000 followers. So that was, it was kind of a small accomplishment but it's because she already had um, a specific target audience. The quality of the of her product is the is what did the work. All we did was came and we gave her tips on to how to make it aesthetically pleasing, and that really suited their audience, and they and, and they liked it. So in terms of in terms of results, um, not to throw flowers at us, I think that we haven't achieved much yet but we are definitely on the right track i feel like as if we're on the right track because obviously the goal right now we're working on uh, everything that has to do with social media management marketing and communication projects but the goal is really to be able to add this additional value in terms of business development because that's the field that we really want to focus on but obviously that's much harder to do seeing challenges such as our age our lack of experience so it's a process for us as we're learning with as we're helping clients but we're also learning a lot so in terms of specific objectives i don't think that we have um reached any of the objectives at least that we would want to reach but we're definitely along um in the right path I think another another client that we worked with, her business is called Sufiso. Um, Marayama actually, like sometimes she still, you know, talks to her, keeps in touch with her. Um, but I remember like we used to make like little social media posts from her. It wasn't like a, a super consistent, like we're making content for her all the time, but like once in a while she would want a flyer. Um, and since then, she's been doing really well for herself. Granted, like she obviously, like like I said, we weren't like super consistent with her because she used to only come like from time to time for help. Um, she did do like a lot of the work on her own, but that was also another client who ended up doing very well for herself. Like she's been holding a lot of events. She did a fashion show. So yeah, we're very proud of her as well. Yeah, and we also try to focus on creating really. Um uh, re- good relationships with our clients like even after we're done working with clients when our contracts are over you'll see that clients will come and contact us just to get our perspective our opinion on little things like specific colors they should do or if they're about to have a tv appearance they'll call us and be like oh what do you think i should say how do you think i should say like do you think this picture looks good you see so it feels it feels rewarding for us that we, our opinion is valued by um these clients yeah, that's, I love that. And that's a special touch because oftentimes I feel like some consultants or whatnot, it kind of feels robotic. You get your work, you get your work, you get your help and that's it. But it sounds like you guys are continuing that conversation even after. And then it, it sounds more humane, honestly, which is a nice thing. And um, and even what you said earlier, Jamil, about the increase in 3000 followers, I don't think that's a small accomplishment. I think that's a pretty big accomplishment. Um, you see the direct impact that you made by your help and actually it had a lot of growth for that in other individuals. So I think that's honestly really cool and amazing to see that, um, especially as you are both talking about kind of having your objectives or your North Star and your, your, like you said, you're on the right track, you're getting there and you're making improvements along the way. So that's, that's to me, a really great um, 
uh, impactful way to continue uh, working as an agency. So yeah, kudos to you guys. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, no, 100%. And um, so then the last question that I wanted to ask essentially was, um, where do you want to see Neofar grow in the future as you continue helping African-owned businesses scale up and grow? Um, in terms of our long-term goals, I think, or I think I can speak for him as well on this, is the fact that we really want to be competitive in the consulting world. Because when we look at consulting in Africa, we see that the most common companies are coming from the West. So either the U.S., France, or all of those Western countries. And we really want to become uh, competitors for them because we feel like it is really time as Africans that we start working towards an Africa for Africans and by Africans. Because in terms of, like I told you, the economic ecosystem, we'll always have that better understanding of them, of how things function for us just because we understand how our cultures and our societies operate. And I think that that's why we've seen that they've really struggled implementing themselves here, but they still hold a, lot, a large share of the market in regards to um, large corporations, which is totally understandable because they have the resources for that. But we're really trying to reach a goal where, um, a goal where we're really um, being able to be competitive at the same competitive level as them. At least in Africa, not on a global or not on a global scale, because that's a different target audience. But at least in Africa. And to kind of bounce off of what Jemmy said, I also I want Nyofar to be seen as or recognized as that consultant agency that inspired that boom in economic activity. Because at the end of the day, like no matter how much we create, we inspire people, we educate people. Um, and obviously we're not going to take all the credit for this because, you know, that's, that's not, that's not what I'm trying to say, but it's just so people can recognize us as those people who were young at the time and took that step. And now we're seeing exactly what we created this company for. Um, and it would just, you know, allow more young people to kind of, like I was saying before, take that first step and continue to allow us to evolve as a country and as a continent that's awesome thank you both so much and yeah i'm <laughs> i'm almost speechless to start it's hard for me to even wrap up i think both of y'all said everything perfectly and um in a very concise matter so um just want to say well one thank you for being a part of this um and i think it's very honorable to the fact that you uh, both have a very strong vision and strong mission uh with your consulting agency and i think um, most especially too that you are all on the right track and I, I wish you all success in in your journeys as you uh, continue on and I know that you're going to end up helping and impacting a lot of people along your way so um, it's a pleasure and honor for me to be able to be chatting with y'all and I'm looking forward to hopefully talking even more in the future so thank you thank you so much thank you so much Thank you again for listening and a big thank you to James Van Korf for mixing and mastering this episode and Quarter for producing music this season. You can find their info on the contact page of my website, theimpactpod.com. If you haven't already, please leave a five-star review if you're loving the podcast so far. And remember, leave an impact wherever you go, no matter the scale, as long as you are making yourself and those around you better every day. Until next week, 